This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website, portfolio, and online store. For a free trial and 10% off, visit squarespace.com and enter offer code COOKIE at checkout. A better web starts with your website. I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are talking about celery, the the vegetable that everybody forgets. Yeah, yeah, don't hang up. Don't hang up. This is going to be an okay show. (laughs) It is. Celery is delicious. I mean, not good, but okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Celery is delicious, and one of the reasons I'm excited to do this episode is that I think we we cook with celery, you know, we throw it in uh, out of kind of a sense of obligation because, you know, it goes with onions and carrots and whatever in your soup without realizing that celery actually has quite a strong flavor. It does. In fact, I, I have um, read someone saying something to the effect of the, the right amount of celery to put in your soup is just the amount that sort of wafts in when you wave a stalk of celery over the pot. Is this the same person who said the thing about the martini, the, like, you know, whisper of vermouth or, like, you know... I'm not sure. Was there somebody who said that about a martini? Oh, this is like a thing people say or like uh, used to say about martinis when uh, when like the fashion was uh, like, you know, a martini should be super, super dry um, that like, you know, you should just pass the, the bottle of gin like near the martini glass. I mean, the bottle of for, never mind. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was yeah. probably that same. Person. I've been I've been I've been hitting a bottle of vermouth pretty hard this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Did you eat celery as a kid? And, and in what form? Uh, I definitely ate celery and peanut butter when I was a kid. I would eat just uh, celery sticks, like like you would eat carrot sticks as a snack. I think that that for most Americans, at least, I don't know about most people in general, but I think most of us come into contact with celery most often through like the crudite platter. Yeah, totally. You know, like and- we dip it in ranch dressing at various reception functions. And I don't really have a problem with that. No, I I don't either. uh, I like just uh, crunching on a a stick of celery. You know the other way that we often come into contact with celery? In a sexual way? (laughs) Yes. No. um, With, like, hot wings. Oh, yeah, you're right. sticks of celery and blue cheese dressing. I mean, celery is really playing an important role in our lives, whether we know it or not. 
it's playing, but like mostly an important uh, auxiliary role, and and we want to like promote it to corporal <laughs> punishment. Yes. Um, so uh, so we're we're focusing on we're going to talk about a couple of things that that kind of make celery the main course, I guess, and and like other uses for celery. First, can we eat some celery on peanut butter? How about some peanut butter on celery instead? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's neater that I'm way. I'm having so much trouble talking today. <laughs> okay. Okay, here we go. What do you call this if you don't put raisins on it? Because if you put raisins on it, then it's ants on a log. But is this just like... Just plain log? I think we should call this... <laughs> it's JPL, just plain log. <laughs> oh, man. That is just perfect. Wow. While we're eating this, I feel like it's the right time to ask you. Yeah. But you're wondering what I'm going to ask you, huh? Mm-hmm. Does celery need to be de-stringed? I do think a lot of people complain about the fact that when you eat celery, you almost always are going to wind up with a celery string between your teeth. Mm -hmm. Not nearly as pleasurable, I'm guessing, as a G-string between your teeth. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I could be wrong. Isn't there like a vegan strip club in Portland? I feel like getting a celery string cut in your teeth is something that might happen at that place. It would definitely happen in Portland if it were going to happen anywhere. So I have never de-stringed my celery. I know that it is somewhat easy to do. And I have had a couple of occasions when I was eating cooked celery, like braised celery, which we're going to talk about today, when I wished that I had stringed it. Because celery has such a, the, the flesh of celery has such a lovely texture when it's cooked. And the strings can really get in the way. What are the strings? Um, what was the move? Phloem, xylem. What, um, what was the cellulose? Mo- what I'm, I'm sure it has something to do with cellulose. What was the movie where somebody says pulls a string? I have no idea. Was it was it related to puppetry <laughs> <laughs> or a tampon? Was it puppetry of the penis? The movie? <laughs> Can you believe that was a real thing? What it was? I thought you were just making <laughs> no, that up. No, this was like an actual stage show. Like like who? We're going to see puppetry of the penis, and people would, and and it was like a show with a couple of guys doing penis puppetry. Are you serious? I'm absolutely not. Is it like this shadow up. puppetry? Uh, no, I don't think it was. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure it was all kinds of puppetry. <laughs> Moving right along. Okay, yeah. Let's. How do you feel about de-stringing your celery? Well, I, I agree with what you said. That I think. Um, I think the issue comes in like when it's when it's cooked and in long pieces. Yeah. Because I think if it's uh, if it's sliced thinly, then it doesn't matter very much. And it's kind of like if it's raw, it doesn't matter very grain. much. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm always I'm always taking a uh, a peeler and de-stringing my <laughs> flank steak. <laughs> Did you, how would you de-string it? So I de-stringed it for the recipe that I made today. And I took a uh, a peeler, like, uh, you know, a, a carrot peeler, vegetable peeler, and uh, just started at one end and uh, and took off some of the strings on the on the concave side. Yeah. No, the convex side. That's the concave what, side would be impossible. That would be, can you imagine <laughs> attempting to squeeze a little vegetable peeler into the <laughs> the riverbed of yeah. the celery? This is, yeah, this is uh, what, when you get on kitchen duty in hell. Um, so, and yes, it was very easy. You know, we'll see, we'll see if it really makes any difference. It actually is, uh, in this recipe is cut small, but it's a fuchsia Dunlop recipe and she told me to de-string it and I just do what fuchsia says. I think that's a really good life policy. Do you have a little bit of celery string still in your mouth? A, just a little I bit. Too. I just yeah. crunched on it between my molars. Mm-hmm. Here's one of the things that I think we we don't think about when we think about celery. The leaves 
They are really delicious. Here, let's let's eat some. Yeah, we've got we've got um, a bunch of celery here. We have a a wonderful cook working at Delancey right now, a um a man named Ricardo Valdez and he particularly likes the celery leaves at the heart, so the the kind of pale greenish yellow ones. And I think celery leaves are are one of the ways mm. that you can really get an idea of oh, that's really what celery tastes like. They're um, really you know, intense, divorced from the crunchy texture that we think of as being the main reason to eat celery. It's like the celery flavor without the watery crunch, right? And the other way is celery seed, which. Uh, is not not something that I've particularly ever cooked with, but whenever I've come across it, you know, same thing, like in a shrimp boil, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're all of a sudden, oh, yeah, that's what celery tastes like. I think that there's something that feels kind of uh, deodorizing about eating a celery leaf. Like, it feels like it would cure you of bad breath. Yeah, it really does seem that way. It's really strong. It's I like it. I like it, too. It's almost got, yeah, it's got kind of an astringent quality. So what, so what do you do with it? So I think that you can toss it into any salad. Um, I think that it would be wonderful in, I'm thinking of things involving shrimp. If you were doing, yep. uh, you could use it as a garnish for a shrimp dish. You could probably even toss it like in the air. And in just the air and just say, woo! <laughs> like when you get piles of money and you just throw it in the air and then roll around That's in it. That's what I always do when I get piles That's of money. That's what I do with my celery leaves. I know I'm almost thinking of like a shrimp salad. Uh, yeah, that do sounds... Do you know what I mean yeah, with some celery leaves? I, I like that idea a lot. Um, if, we were, if we were the kind of show that developed recipes, we would develop this recipe. We would, but we're not going to. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website, portfolio, and online store. So let me let me tell you a uh, a personal story involving Squarespace, which is that uh, my mom, who uh, I hope it's is not too personal, it, it's going to get pretty personal. Um, you yeah, grab your hankies. Uh, my mom is thinking about starting a, a cookbook website, and I'm uh, going to try and goad her into really uh, pulling the trigger on that um, by putting it on this show. Uh, and uh, and she said to me, like, how do I do this? And I said, and, uh, you know, this is really what I said. This is not just for the ad. Uh, sign up for a Squarespace free trial. You're going to be amazed how easy it is. In your mind, building a website is like the hardest thing ever. In actuality, once you get on Squarespace and start dragging and dropping stuff into position and choosing a professional template, you're going to be amazed that like, you know, 17 minutes later, oh, I've kind of got a website now. The other thing is, is they have 24-7 support. So if she is really feeling lost... She doesn't have to call me. She doesn't have to call you, Matthew. She can live chat with someone from Squarespace. She can email them. And this is available all day long. Yep. All of their plans include e-commerce. So you can sell your stuff. You can sell your virtual stuff. You can sell the stuff in your garage, whatever you want to do. And plans start at only eight bucks a month. You know, you can start with that free trial. Yep. And then a regular plan starts at only eight bucks a month. And if you sign up for an entire year, you can get a domain name along with it. What domain name do you think our listeners should get? Maybe Flap jacksurprise.net? Yes. Okay. Yes. That one is, I wonder if that's available. We'll check on that. And uh, if you uh, use the offer code cookie, when you sign up, you will get uh, 10% off your first purchase. And that means if you uh, sign up for a whole year, you'll get 10% off that whole year. Wow. Squarespace, a better web starts with your website. Do you use celery salt? And what is celery salt? So I think celery salt is a mixture of, of ground celery seed and salt. Um, that makes I, a lot of sense. I don't think Does I've ever used celery use it salt. It's it yes, it is it goes onto a Chicago style hot dog. So I have definitely had it on a Chicago style hot dog and it's it's very recognizable. I like the sound of it. I kind of want to eat more of it. 
Have you ever had, um, I tried to find some and couldn't because it's hard to find outside of like New York, Dr. Brown's celery soda? So when I was growing up in uh, that great bagel enclave of Oklahoma City, being facetious here, (laughs) we used to go to a place called the New York Bagel Shop, which was right by the place where I went to school. And they sold a whole array of Dr. Brown's sodas. And they always had the celery one. And I remembered it because it's kind of an obscure name. But I never tried it. Does it um, taste like celery? I have tried it, and it tastes like celery. And there's there's like a favorite story about my late grandfather in my family that I'm probably going to get slightly wrong, but it doesn't matter because it's a, a story about your grandfather. He uh, he at least one time and possibly more than once um, ordered it uh, at a deli and then took a sip and said, you know, I haven't had this stuff in years. Still tastes like shit. <laughs> It's uh, which which side of your family was this guy on? That was my mother's father. Oh, it's amazing! I love it. Um, yeah, funny guy. Celery soda. If you've never tried it, give it a try. It's uh, it's weird. Do you actually cook with celery? Do you keep it around? You know, do you do you eat it? <laughs> I've never tried it, but I'm glad we have the opportunity. I don't keep a lot of celery around, and here's why. It used to be, until a few years ago, at least in Seattle, that you could only buy a whole bunch of celery, which is kind of a lot. You know, yes. it's like a couple of pounds of celery. And, you know, if you, if you have that much, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna, you're going to keep it around and use it for several things. Then they started selling celery by the stalk. What? I've never rib. seen this. What? Where do you buy it? At QFC. They, they have it by the rib. And so do the ribs get kind of, you know, floppy or like it seems like one of those things that wouldn't do that well after it's broken off from its brethren. I think they probably break them off every day and they get, you know, kind of funky at the end and you chop the ends off, but they don't get floppy. That makes so much sense to sell it that way, because I think that the majority of us, you know, maybe toss one stalk of celery in a soup every now and then. And otherwise we just sort of let it rot. (laughs) I'm imagining a soup pot with just a stalk of celery (laughs) sticking out of it like a baguette. Like a Bloody Mary. Yes, yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Bloody Mary soup. I bet that's a thing. I'm sure it is. Can we uh, can we eat some let's stuff eat, that I made geez, with celery? Let's just eat this. All right, Matthew, tell us about what we're about to eat. Okay, so this uh, uh, this originated. I, I changed it very slightly, but it's a, a fuchsia Dunlop recipe from her book Every Grain of Rice, which is uh, pretty much my favorite cookbook ever. And it's called um, Send the Rice Down Beef with Celery. I changed it to pork, and it's really celery with pork, not pork with celery, because there's three times as much celery as pork. Yeah, there's so much celery. You made this for me right after I had June. Yes. I remember you brought it over, and it has such a wonderful heat to it. It's very spicy. What and is- it's like... It's not like a saucy Chinese dish. It's uh, it's like a relish kind of mm-hmm. that uh, that you put on rice and can stir it in, and it's to flavor up uh, some rice so that like if you have a little pork and a bunch of rice, you can make it in, and some celery, you can make it into a full meal. And it's flavored with uh, Sichuanese uh, hot bean paste, which is one of my favorite ingredients. Mm, that is so yummy. So, do you almost always make it with pork now? I do both. I think it's good either way. I love this. I love it. Mm-hmm. So good. Mm, so good. Now, here's what's cool about it. You taste the celery. Yeah. But it's a very different kind of celery flavor than I, I think that you get, for instance, in a braised celery, mm-hmm. which is what we should also talk about. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think what's going on here, you, you blanch the celery very briefly and then stir fry it. So mm-hmm. it, it's not. it doesn't have that raw flavor anymore, but it's still very crunchy. Yeah, whereas when I have braised celery, and, and you can do this... Um, 
very, very simply. This is a great thing to do, actually, when you have a stalk of celery kicking around in the fridge and you just want to do something with it and not put too much time into it, but you don't want to waste it. You melt some kind of fat in a skillet, add some celery that ideally you have de-stringed, maybe cut it into like three inch lengths, cook it in the, the fat so that it gets a little brown, add a little bit of stock, chicken stock, beef stock, whatever, and then just cook it really slowly, simmer it, braise it until it's really tender. And it is so delicious. Yeah, it gets kind of silky. Oh, I love it. You should you should bring some of that next time. Sorry, I was supposed to. <laughs> There's a braised celery recipe that I really want to try on Food 52. It's Marcella Hazan's braised celery with pancetta and tomato. Oh, and that's actually what I was going to make, Matthew. Uh, oh, I was, thanks. I was going to do it with bacon. Anyway, and yeah, you start with about two pounds of celery, decent amount of bacon, some canned tomato, some olive oil, and you just let it ride for like an hour. Just let it ride. Let it ride. It's mm. called, yeah, it's called Marcella Zahn's Easy Rider Celery. Doesn't that sound like it would be great over polenta or, oh, I just think that would be so good. I wish um, I wish Marcella Hazan were still with us for so many reasons, but especially at the moment, so that she could uh, be on a show where she rode around on a motorcycle in a leather jacket like the two fat ladies. And she just let it ride. Yeah, just let it ride. Mm-hmm. Marcella Hazan, let it ride. Can I talk about another of, of my favorite oh, celery yeah. dishes? Please do um, while I, eat I, haven't, this. I haven't made this in a while, and so I don't have a recipe for it, but it's um, something that I've had at the uh, Grand Sichuan International chain of restaurants in New York City. And it's um, basically a celery salad served cold, and it's got a dressing with, like, uh, rice vinegar or maybe black vinegar and um, hot oil, um, chili oil, um, and maybe a few uh, toasted Szechuan peppercorns uh, tossed in there. And it's uh, just one of these things that you can't stop eating. It's super crunchy Mm. and, uh, you know, refreshing and juicy and, uh, wow, one of my favorite dishes. Awesome. Did you change this Fuchsia Dunlop recipe at all? I mean, should we post it on, on the, the old website or is it is it pretty much straight out of the book? It is pretty much straight. It's straight out of the book, except that I substituted pork for beef. Okay. But, you know, we might we might find a link to it anyway. Mm-hmm. Or, but get the mm. book. Yes. Louisa Weiss wrote about it. Okay. There you go. The Wednesday Chef, as I like to call her. Hey, before we wrap this up, can we talk about mirepoix? Yes, please. So mirepoix, which uh, it's French for miracle whip. Exactly. Uh, no, it is it is a French term for, you know, finely chopped or diced celery, onion and carrot. And that would be the base for any number of soups, sauces, roasts, etc. What do you think about it? Well, here's what I think about it. You know, I think I think it's an indispensable ingredient and I don't have anything uh, non-obvious to say about it, except that chopping up celery, celery is like my favorite thing to chop. Oh, it's so because, fun. Because of the sound that it makes and like the feeling of crunching through the stalks. You know, that's that's if there's kitchen duty in heaven, it would be chopping celery for me. I'm right there. But there isn't. I'm right there with you, Matthew. I'm sure that somebody's got to do the cooking in heaven. I mean, what else are we going to eat? I really hope we get to eat in heaven because what else are we going to do? Yeah, there's all kinds of things I want to spend my time eating in heaven. Uh, What would you eat in heaven? Oh, I don't think I should say. (laughs) (laughs) G-strings? Exactly. Well, I feel like we've I feel like we've we have exhausted our love for celery. Yeah, I think I would eat ambrosia, which is the, which is the name of a stripper. All right, so you can find us. Uh, thanks for backing me up on that joke. Uh, you can find us online. I, I'm busy at uh, spilledmilkpodcast.com. 
uh, where we will post a link to uh, the recipe for um, send the rice down uh, mm. beef or pork with celery. Mm. And mm. Uh, you can mm. find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast, where you can tell us what kind of strings you've gotten stuck in your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you can also find us on iTunes, where you've probably already found us, but you can leave us a review there. Thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, the show that <laughs> that's going to wave its stock over your soup pot. <laughs> okay. I'm Matthew Hester Burton. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. <laughs> Should we do some calisthenics? <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 